We all have the experience of receiving invitations. Invitations maybe by mail or by email or people handing us a card in person. And it could be for weddings, could be for graduations that will be coming up very soon. Uh, it could be an invitation to a party, to a function, to something maybe we look forward to or we dread and going, oh, no. The thing I always find interesting is when you and I receive an invitation by email, we can now see the whole guest list. And in that, you can decide, ooh, this is good, this will be exciting, or other ones like, no way, Jose, huh? I don't like any of those people there. So we make a response to our invitation, either, yes, I'm excited, or I'm going to think about it. Maybe we decide going, and we find out we're glad we did, or we wish we hadn't, or no, I'll never accept an invitation to be with those people or to do this thing. Invitation is so key to being a human that when we say yes, our lives open up. A central theme for me in Epiphany is God's invitation. And who is the invitation to? We find that out in the beginning from Isaiah chapter 60. It's towards the end of the coming back from the exile as the Jews were taken away from their homeland and taken to Babylon. They longed for many, many years to return back to Jerusalem and the area. And when that finally happened, the prophets foretold all the great things were about happening. They proclaimed God's plan. And the writer of this Isaiah one that says, I see an image, an image where not only the chosen people, us, the Jews, come to worship God, and be in relationship with him, but foreigners, people called Gentiles, in other words, you and I who are not Jews, all are invited to come, and that's really a powerful insight, that no longer people who feel they have a special relationship with God, or live according to a particular law or way, are the ones that are going to be the only ones who will be with God. And God reveals through all the prophets, if you put all their prophecies together, he reveals a plan that all nations will be coming. And so there's even the foretelling of the Magi when he says, by camel, people will cross the desert bearing gifts to the one who is coming. God's invitation isn't just for Roman Catholics who follow all the laws, who happen to go to Mass, or live good moral lives. They are included. And God wants us to do good too. But the invitation extends to everyone. This is what we see when the Magi come across being invited. Foreigners could be not only people of a different race or country, but people who don't live like us, who don't think like us who don't have the same moral code, the same relationship with God, or the same way how people should be treated. Foreigners could be people that just are different, and they don't seem to fit in with us, or they're not exactly like what we hope to be. And yet God extends an invitation to them. And that's the beauty of epiphany, that God doesn't hold back his invitation but everyone is included in that. Now, 
That's good news, but for some people it's not. Because they like things small. They like things that they have control over. That if people just follow a law and don't break ten rules, woohoo, we're in. And you know, that's a pretty easy thing to follow because then we can determine who's in and who's out. But life really isn't that way. And the people that you and I either love or strive to love don't always live that way, do they? It's hard. But God's invitation is that you never know when people will respond yes. And that's why disciples are called to be people who invite people to a relationship with God, to relationship what we know about God. We Catholics are very private, generally, about our faith. We don't like talking about it. We do a very, very poor job in inviting people to come and experience that because we think it's a private matter. Faith is private. Don't talk about it. Don't say anything. Don't upset people. Don't brag. We're all taught these things, and it's ingrained in us that because I'm giving this homily doesn't mean all of you are going to go, aha! we were so foolish. (laughs) No, that's hard. That's not something very common with us. But you know, when we invite people, powerful things can happen. We can have family members that we constantly invite, but for 99 times they say, no, thank you. And sometimes it's met with not a nice no, thank you. And it's discouraging Because we have these expectations we place on people. You know, we want you to go to heaven. We don't want you to be in hell. I feel responsible for you. And yet, God is the one that does the changing of hearts. How many times have I told you as a priest of 38 years, I haven't changed one heart. I haven't converted anyone. But God does that. We just... Do the invitation. And so I'm going to ask you to think about who you can invite. And let's go more than just coming to Mass. I think that's a great thing. But sometimes it might be an invitation when you're out at Denny's eating. I don't know if you still go there or not. huh? Let's say a prayer. Now, I go out and eat a lot. And I always pray with people in there, but I don't always see people doing that. But I love it. When people just do, what a simple act. An invitation to say, let's thank God for this meal. Let's just don't take it for granted and assume that all we do is we yell at the waiter or waitress and say, we want our food now. And it automatically comes. But to be grateful is to invite people you're with, even if they're not of your faith, to simply say something like, let's thank God. Let's be grateful. You know, when I lead prayers at Sunny Slope for the football team, I include a lot of people who aren't Christian or Catholic. And so we pray. We just say, what are we grateful for? How about the people that we love? It's always an invitation. And I've had linemen stand with me during practice that say, you know what, coach? My most favorite part of the week is not all the meals we get to pig out on. It's not game day. It's not homecoming. A lot of them say their favorite part of the entire week is prayer. Teen boys liking prayer. Isn't that weird? But all it is is an invitation. 
So I want you to think about ways of life and sharing. If it happens to be mass, wonderful. But you know what? I think you'll get a lot better ways of going by saying, come to dinner. Let's go visit someone who's ill. Would you come with me? Would you go visit somebody that might have a particular need? Because that's what God does at Epiphany. He invites all, not just those who are in the inn and those who live the structure we think is the way you ought to. And anyone not living that way is not invited. God does the changing of hearts. You know, one of the invitations that's coming out right now in front of us that you'll read in the bulletin tonight when you go home is a project that started here a number of years ago from a gentleman from California. And it's called Get on the Bus, Visiting the Inmates, Both Men and Women, Inviting Their Children to Spend Father's Day or Mother's Day with Them. And it's a process. And we started it a number of years ago. And I can remember the first time starting it because when you talk to wardens, they hear it all. There's so many people that have ideas. Let's give Bibles away, huh? Let's uh, do this and do that. And the wardens just go, that's, you know, everybody wants to help. That's enough. And so when we came for Get on the Bus, that's the last thing they wanted to do. And only six inmates showed up and signed up. But we went anyway. Fed the kids. Brought them to the prison. They visited with their mother on Mother's Day. And when... They were done after the entire day. The women just sat around and wouldn't go back. And they talked about how wonderful it was. And slowly, that invitation started spreading. Because you know, people like to talk. And that's a good thing. That now, this year, there are already 114 inmates that have applied to have see their children. That's just by invitation. It wasn't throwing Bibles at them. It wasn't condemning them and changing their lives. It was just an invitation to know that you love your children and God is present there. And 114, and there could be more by the time this goes by Mother's Day. But what we need are parishioners like you who can screen the families, that be trained how to do that. But maybe you're not good at one-on-one and it's not about you going into the prison, but maybe you can do things behind the scenes. And so this year, another parish has decided to join us. St. Francis Xavier in Phoenix will be going to the men's prison. They're doing that. And the idea is is to eventually have every parish do that. And all it is is invitation. It wasn't just throwing money at things. It isn't about making people feel guilty that they're in prison. It's just invitation. And people spending time with their children. And the studies have shown now, because we've done this for a few years, of them, the women coming back to prison has gone way down because they've spent time with their family members. And that's a good thing. And so maybe when you go today, not only take a bulletin that tells you what that program's about, but also the ornaments for Epiphany. I... I remember when we first started dealing prisons years ago, I would watch people at the trees on the giving tree. And we, one of them was prisons to help children of those in prison. And I would watch parishioners open up, and whenever they got the prison one, they put it back on the tree. 
Now, they're one of the first ones taken. That's called conversion. That's called growth and discipleship. That is living the way that God invites us to live. That everyone's invited. And however they respond, that's what disciples do bet is the invitation. It doesn't depend on you and me changing hearts. But it does depend on me inviting people to pray, to visit, to come to Mass, to eat at meal, to talk about God, to read the Bible, to pray the rosary, or just simply do good works for one's neighbors. God's invitation isn't just for those who live inside the law. It also includes everyone on the face of the earth.